fucked up. What it do, what it is, the kid spares who it is. LeVar Ball is very confident about his kids. What's going on, man? It's your boy Basil B, a.k.a. Sir Basil, a.k.a. Chauncey Billups. It's your boy GT, back at it again. It's the backwards. Yeah, folks, we back at it. Hey, yo, Bass. Yo. Hey, man. I heard you had a topic for us tonight. Man, I do, man. You know, came to me last week, you know, on the, main, on the, on the way home. Me and Spitz had down the road, man. You know, parents, man. Parents and the pressures they put on their kids in sports, man. That's what we're talking about today. Okay, okay. Primarily, the focus is LeVar Ball. If y'all don't heard about LeVar Ball yet, y'all heard about him? Well, okay, man. <laughs> he, has, he has a lot to say, man. He's um, an interesting guy, but, you know, very interesting. after doing some research, I see that he's actually, he's very smart, though. Yeah. yeah. So, pretty much on the background, guys. Um, LeVar Ball, if you haven't been keep, keeping up with basketball, uh, LeVar Ball is the father of the three Ball brothers. It is Lonzo, who's at UCLA. It is... LeAngelo. LeAngelo. And, and LaMelo. They are at Chino Hills High School out in California. Yeah, so they're still in high school. LaMelo put up 92 points. LeAngelo put up 70-something points. And... Lonzo, I don't know why they name all the kids with them L's like that. Because <laughs> the dad got the L though. Yeah. Yeah. Lonzo is pretty stacked too. They're comparing him to uh, Jason Kidd actually. Yeah. Um, a more athletic. Jason more Kidd athletic as well, Jason so Kidd. It's kind of scary. So. So Lavar, the dad, pretty much has these three beast sons in basketball right now. They're pretty much the hot topic. You can see them all over social media doing videos stuff like that. But now, Lavar is a. Uh, Doing some uh, out-of-the-pocket things here. Making a little bit bold statements. The first statement was, he said that his son Lonzo, if you swap him and he's Lonzo is better than Steph Curry. If you swap him and Steph Curry, then the Warriors still win a championship or something like that, right? Watch how much better the Warriors would be. Watch how much better the Warriors would be if you swap Lonzo for Steph Curry right now. Second statement was... Second statement was... My son Lonzo will lead UCLA to the national championship in the NCAA tournament. Watch and, it. And did, watch. And did I overhear him say that Lonzo would beat Michael Jordan in his prime? No. that LeVar said that. The dad said that. The dad said he would beat Michael Jordan in his prime one-on-one. The dad said that... He, he could beat Michael Jordan in his prime. prime. Oh. Yeah. He also said that he wants a billion dollar shoe contract for his boys. For his boys. And if not, they're going to go under their own brand, which is Big Baller Brand. <laughs> That's how they're going to do. He also said, <laughs> what's the last word? He said that. Uh, oh, man, the one we just saw. That's a Charles one. Barkley can't beat him in a one on one contest. And then he went after all the former NBA stars. I got it. I got it. Pull go, ahead, up. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Then there's a quote that says, Kareem got sons, Magic got sons, Jordan got sons, Shaq got sons, and all they sons are whack. Personally, hold your horses, my man. You, you're doing a lot right now. That's all I can say. Somebody call Permitry because he is bugging. Yes, <laughs> So that's indeed. where we're at right now. It, is it okay for parents to be overconfident in their in their children's um skill sports skills? That's where we're at right now. So, Spizzy, how you feel, man? Can you have too much confidence in your child? Understand being a parent, you should be confident in your child's ability on and off the sports field, whether it be basketball, football, whatever, but... And you're supposed to help build their confidence. However, what what if that child doesn't hold, you know, meet those expectations you just said? Are they a failure? Like... No, they're, they're not a failure. Um, is it even possible to meet these expectations? You just said that your 19-year-old son is better than Steph Curry. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely setting the bar up high. 
for these, you know, these young men. And, um, you know, it's a lot of pressure to deal with, you know, uh, being a basketball player and a basketball star. You know, you, you have these, uh, you have all these expectations of people saying, oh, he's going to be this, he's going to be that, he's going to be an all-star, superstar, whatever. And um, his dad is just, you know, slicing him. And you have the pressure of failing. But as in being the father, he's built that confidence for them to play it the way that they do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So whether like whether they lose, whether they win, you know, they got to take responsibility for what they contributed to. Um, I think that, you know, it is, as long as as long as the parents are there and, you know, making things happen for their kids and build, help them build their confidence, they should be good. But the way that he's going about it, to me, is kind of like, it's, it's, it's adding a lot of weight. You know what so, I'm saying? So you said add a lot of weight. I'm almost going to take it to a level of, do his kids have a target on their target on their backs now when people go against them? Like, is he, hey, you supposed like when they play somebody else, they play in competition, they play in another team. Mm-hmm. Oh, you supposed to, what's good, man? You supposed to be better than Steph Curry. Show me something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do they have a target every time they go? They throw the ball up now? Um, is, that, is that, do you believe that? Does that sound right? Is he putting it, a target it, on his it, kids' it, backs it, by making all these statements? I think it's more so of the people. That are listening, you know what I'm saying? Because the kids, they already have in their mind that they're good. They already have in their mind that they're playing, so they're gonna compete regardless. Well, I'm talking about so, the kids you playing against. Though. Oh, I'm watching his dad say that his son is the next Steph Curry. Guess what? We got you. Oh, he's gonna the bring the heat. Oh, okay, okay. He yeah. gonna, it, it's oh, it's gonna, gonna bring more yeah. competition. He, somebody yeah. gonna meet him in the hole. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. It, it, it's gonna show how good of a player that they are with meeting those expectations. You got to weigh in on that, Trey. Is the target not on their back already? From who though? Social media. In the NCAA and, and the social media and television. Yeah. Even when they was in the high school. Yeah. Number one high school. They was ranked number one for a while last year. Yeah. yeah. Even when they was in high school, social media, outside of social media. Before the dad make a statement. Before the dad make statements. Was not a, was a target not on their back at that point in time? Well, yeah, he is. He was the number one ranked player, ESPN 100, I guess, last year. So, yeah, yeah he's the number one guy. Everybody wants your spot. Right. Yeah. So, so, so you don't blame the dad for the target in the back then? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't see why. I don't see how is additional. I mean, you can put more targets on his back. I don't. It's already a target there, yeah. regardless. Yeah. Since high school. Yeah. See, I'm gonna play devil's devil's advocate the whole entire time That's with this fine. whole conversation, um, because I do support what Lavar is doing. But um, yeah, well, I mean, is a, a target a target been there? Yeah, definitely. So whether it's social media, whether it's his friends, whether it's his dad, it's everywhere. Yeah, so I don't understand. Here's my thing. I'm, I'm trying to do it in certain sections. I have an issue with society, social media, being picking and choosing things they want to get upset about. I see all the time where social media, the society, they get all up in the uproar because lack of dads in the household okay so lack of fathers in the household not contributing to their child yada 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 x y and z get mad get pissed off about that then on the flip side when this dick guy lavar is pretty much supporting his kids making sure his kids are safe making sure his kids are getting the best bang for their buck protecting them like he's supposed to do as a father it stills it comes out as oh he's doing too much 
He's hard on them guys. He's hard on them guys. pushing them so hard. Let them be kids. Let them be kids. He putting them put too much pressure on them. Da 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 da. You got to pick and choose. I'm tired of society doing one thing and then saying one thing about this thing. Got a problem with everything. Got a problem. Can't do it right. You can't do it right then. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do nothing right. And I'm. We all know. In the age that we live in, it is super important right now for parents to be involved in their children's life because they have so much access to everything. In my eyes, LeVar is pretty much just protecting his his children and the brand. He sees a brand that he can build off of his children, but it's going to support the whole family. Mm-hmm. Feel what I'm saying? Yeah. He's protecting his children to build them to another level. Now, I get it. Some of the statements he's saying is pretty out there. Doesn't make sense to me, but I feel like that's for shock value to keep the keep the social media waves talking, saying you know th- keep talking about the ball brothers, keep them in the limbo, keep them in the limbo. Right. I really feel that way because some of his philosophies on how he teaches his kids certain aspects of the game and going forward with life is pretty profound. You're pretty spot on, yeah. Like some of the things I, I've never heard mentioned in that way. Like for example, when on the skip. And um, Shannon, um, Undisputed show, he came on there and he said he taught his kids pretty much that if you win a game, you pretty much thank your teammates. Your teammates did that. But when you lose, I don't care how much stats you put up, I don't care how many points you put up, it's on you. Because you, you didn't, didn't do enough. You ain't do enough. And then he said there's no trophies in this house. Because winning is expected. Because winning is expected. And then there's going to be some times when you lose, but we expect to win. And the, the, I've never heard that philosophy and mindset before put that way. So I was like, okay, this guy, and, and to the competitive staff and putting pressure on them, if he has been their dad <laughs> for all their life. Which he has been. <laughs> which he has been. I'm pretty sure. They built for this. He's been like that for them, on them their whole life. all their whole life. Mm-hmm. It's the reason they play the way they play. You said it yourself earlier today. They play with a lot of confidence. Yeah. That means they're confident, you know what I'm saying? And their self and their abilities, not just about my dad playing, saying this, saying no, that. And each third. individual, each one of them is each super one confident. Is super confident. Matter of fact, the smallest one yeah, has the most confidence. Has the most confidence. Mm-hmm. That's what you said in the car. Yeah, he he he's gonna be ridiculous. But see, in order to be great and to order to be successful, just from an athlete perspective, if you want to be the greatest, you have to know and understand that you are the greatest or you want to work strive to, towards to being the greatest. If you can't get in there and actually play like you're the greatest, you're never going to get to that level. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to be better than Michael Jordan, you have to have the mind, same mindset as Michael Jordan but be better than Michael Jordan. Yeah. You can't just go in there and say, well, you know Michael Jordan is Michael Jordan. I ain't going to never get to that level. No. It's the same reason Kobe has that same mentality and it's the same reason even though some going to be a little bit leery of this, LeBron is developing that mentality. So I'm still I'm just not I'm not understanding. I'm not understanding the the, the people's saying he's pushing too hard. Saying he's pushing too hard. Because I don't understand. Or they, putting that pressure on him or putting the target. I don't understand. Yeah, so cause they had the sports center feature, I think it was what came on Sunday with the ball family, you know, with Scoop Jackson. They were talking to him. They said, Hey man, what about the people that say, Hey, you're pushing your kids too hard? He said, Hey man, this is what he said. He said, If I have to push to you, this ain't for you. He said, I don't push my kids. They want to be this great. He said, I don't push them to be better. They push themselves. If I have to push you to do something, that means it may not be for you or you don't want to be great enough, like you just said. That's the end. That's the within, the confidence within to be great, though. Yes. That's the urge to be great. If I have to push you, 
to go play a sport, you might not want to do this. That's a mindset thing. Yeah. Though. You feel what I'm saying? That's a mindset. Yeah, that's nobody, a household. Not everybody walks, yeah, nobody walks, not everybody walks around with that same mindset, yeah, though. Some that's parents a household. Push, so that's what I want to get into, though. Are, are parents pushing their kids to play a sport to be great when a kid really either doesn't have it or don't want to do it? Is that happening? Do you see that? I Aside see from that, the ball family? I see that happening, but at the same time, you got to understand, as a kid, you have to expose them to a lot of different things. Okay, I'm with that. To order to figure out what they like to do. Yeah. I, 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 I can say some some parents do impose. They want to live vicariously through their kids, yada, yada, yada. So they put them in basketball. They put them in football. They put them in whatever. Because I hurt myself when I was I hurt myself. Age, I want my son to be the I new want game. my son. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but you have to cultivate the young mind. You have to expose them to a lot of different things and see what they they gravitate to and see what they like to do, see what they're understanding to do. So he said, LeVar said that he put put them in baseball, football, then basketball. They gravitated to basketball. You know hey, what I'm they have interest in this. Hey, Kane, that, let's do this. Let's do that. Versus forcing them to play football because they're bigger. Yeah. They didn't want to do that. You're going to be pushing them and forcing them to do that. Yeah. What? You, I mean, my, my dad, my dad, you know, he didn't. He never pushed me into any sport. Like I mean, of course he put the basketball in my hand when I was young, cool. And now I, I did everything basketball with him. But I did everything softball with him too when he was playing softball. So, and we played baseball. I did the baseball thing for a little bit. I was good at it, but I didn't love it. Basketball I always loved. I did the football thing for a game, and looked at my dad and was like, I quit. I'm done. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And he was like, all right, bet. You tried. At least you tried. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's what he did. Now, as far as basketball, he pushed me in basketball to a point where I had the same mentality when I coached my, you know, coach, coach kids with you. Um, and whenever I had my, when my child gets older, it's going to be the same mindset. So I have a different mindset. But I, it wasn't enough of confidence that he instilled in me. He knew that I could play ball. He knew that I was of a certain talent. But I had to, I had to see it for myself. You know what I'm saying? Okay. He cultivated it, pretty much. He instilled it, but that thing had to grow inside of me. So, I had to see it. So let me ask you this: So you're saying the parent kind of got off topic with that? But go ahead. A little bit, yeah. So you're saying the parent sees the potential of the child and pushes the child because they know they can get better out of the child. Yeah. It's but the society calls it you being too hard, but really, no one knows a child like you. I know my son is Division One talent. I'm gonna pull it out of him. Is that me being too hard on him? But it's a fine line, though. And that's what it, that's what we gotta get at. Is it a fine line between being overconfident and pushing your child? It's a fine or line. Or forcing them to be out there. It's a fine line because it's like when we when we was coaching last two weeks ago, and I told the kids, I said, "Look, I push you guys because I see this in you. So don't get upset if." It feels like I'm pushing you too hard. And so one of the little boys was like, nah, because you good. Yeah. But I just wanted to make that statement just to, just to see if I was pushing him too hard because I felt like, you know, I was the, I was a tough coach. He was a good coach. I was a tough coach. So I wanted to make sure I wasn't hurting nobody's feelings because we had different age levels and different um, talent levels, talent and, levels yeah. and stuff like that. <clears throat> so it is a fine line. I do find that parents push their kids to a limit to the point where they push their interest out of a certain thing. 
they will push them too hard. And now the kid is disinterested in that same sport, whether, whatever sport it be. Um, or, or activity. Yeah. You know, they feel like is um what you, what did you say earlier that um they had to perform to a certain level. They set expectation for the set child and yeah. they can't meet it. So now what happens when that child like oh my god my dad wants me to you know score 20 points a game told me to shoot every time I get in and I don't even get any minutes like am I failing my dad because I'm riding the bench right like, am I failing my parents like and see at that point what happens then is that, that a mental thing from, that comes from the parent that comes from the parent the yeah. parent has to, re- to realize that and pick that up and say you know hey hey son hey daughter you, you, you're doing a great job yeah. it's okay you feel what I'm saying if they don't establish that basis after the fact then that's the other half of the parenting part yeah mm-hmm. that's the other half of the parents part okay build confidence yes you know what I'm saying? But Push, but also when down. We have to have recovery. Support your support. Your support is what's Push called. support. Yeah. Push support. Push support. Don't push push push, and then when you push, know, push 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 push, and you don't man, say no son, support. Man, son, why you ain't shooting the ball? You know you yeah. was open. Why you ain't? Ain't no love or support. They when can't they guard you out here. What are you doing? You supposed to be averaging twenty. Like, yeah. Right. Now you now you go to your room. Yeah. After the game, you like I done failed pops. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Pop. Oh, you make me look bad out there. All that all that train all that training we doing, man. You out here missing layups. Yeah. Now you like. And then, never be great. And then from that side of it, they then... Do they give up? They almost give up, but to the point they always thinking, constantly thinking, 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 thinking when they play. And they're playing for the instead parents. Of not playing, they're playing, playing, playing for the parents yeah, instead right. of just playing for the yeah. love of the game. Instead of playing for the love of the game. The game comes easier when we stop thinking. And just play. And just play. You That's it. Saying? That's it right there, what you just said. What we just said. They play for their parents. Right. Yeah. They and stop playing for the parents. parents. Parents is guilty. Yeah. They always in... The players there during the game. That's why they try to get them away mm-hmm. <laughs> from the bench because they're going to be saying something totally different than the, exactly. than the, coach, than the coach. Yeah. yeah. And it's exactly what I told you a couple couple weeks ago. It, with dealing with teenagers and children, from what I've seen in my profession, if you want to point out and find an issue with what's going on with the child, you look in the household or you look in the school. We saw that towards our season. Yep. The household. We saw, yeah. yeah. We yeah we legit. we we uncovered some things that made a lot of sense at the end of the season that we saw at the beginning of the season you know nice way to say it, it yeah without putting yeah. it on front street yeah. we, you know with the coaches the kids the kids that we coach it, one particular kid it got a little it, emotional at times got a little emotional a bunch of different times but towards the end of the season it makes sense to how it makes that sense <laughs> just say like that mm-hmm. household or school yeah you know what I'm saying so. It, it, it's, it's, it's level to the parenting thing. So It's levels to it. It's levels to it. So the pressure thing. How do you pressure your kid without setting unattainable expectations? Is set, that possible? Set smaller goals. Like, take baby steps. Mm-hmm. You know? But how? My son's great. My son's gonna... My son is better than Steph Curry. Ain't no baby goal for that. But you can't... But you can't... You gotta... You gotta, you gotta come out that. You gotta come out that. You gotta come out that. Because... You got to look at it. Lonzo's the oldest. Yes. Lonzo's tough. He's very tough. He's tough. He would be I'm, I'm, the I'm, number one high school player last year and projected tough. number one, number one or number two pick besides Markel Fultz from Washington right. in this draft if he wasn't nice. I'll give you that. Because a lot of people say he's not going to be the tough in the league. I'm, I'm, he... Is he Michael Carter Williams? Or is he's he... better than Michael Carter Williams. Better shooter than Michael Carter Williams. I don't know about IQ just yet. But he's a better shooter. He's got seven point eight assists a game. He's got some kind of IQ. He got yeah, yeah, he got some yeah, IQ. Yeah. Here's my thing though. You can't base that that, that statement off of Lonzo and, his, and how he's and where he's at with Lonzo because it's all the small goals have already been established. So it's yeah okay yeah this isn't that 
middle school, high school area. This, this is this, this is the elementary. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is the elementary. The ele- from, from what I can see, the elementary, the middle school years, the middle school years is very critical. And then the high school is kind of putting all that confidence and, and, and hope and inspiration and motivation together and watching them perform. You feel what I'm saying? Whereas middle school, you're still kind of cultivating but you can see that confidence gain in middle school, though. Like, seeds, that clutch gene, either you have it or you don't, though. Hmm? That's what happens in middle school. Yeah. It, you plant seeds, you plant seeds, you plant seeds. You plant seeds from the day of birth with the child. and you. But then when it comes to sports, you put different things in perspective um, at the elementary level. The middle school level is pretty, very critical. We all know middle school years can be very rough. Is height of um, emotions, hormones, you know, you growing, you, a lot of different things going on. So you have to be able in that 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 mind frame, that middle school years, to be able to keep, continue to plant seeds, so that you can see the things come f- to fruition in high school. Then you can have a better grasp as far as where that kid is going to go. So in Lonzo's case, as far as putting that type of pressure on them and, and, and attaining small goals, the small goals have already been established. You know what I'm saying? Because if they wasn't established and they didn't achieve those small goals, they probably wouldn't be in the situation right now. Being exactly. The number one ranked player coming out of high exactly. school and number two projected pick exactly. as of today. Yeah. That's small goals building up to bigger goals. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, so let me make sure this. Back to the dad, and I know it's just about parents, but we're kind of zooming in on Lavar. Mm-hmm. You know, it's three sons. Lonzo doing big things in UCLA. D'Angelo, he kind of a talk of doodles, but he shoots threes, you know. Right. Um, and then Lametto, who's just got, got all the swag and just, you know, mm-hmm. probably going to be the best one if you just look at it from what you see at face value right now. What if all three of them don't pan out, though? And I know we're shooting way down the line because we still right. got two or three years for, you know, any of this even comes full circle and we can really see what happens. Mm-hmm. I honestly, I don't I don't see the middle one being that good, though. I don't see all three of them making it to the NBA. And I know that's what he wants. He wants them all to be one and done is what he's speaking. I was talking to Spizzy. Talking to him about it was busy in the car. I don't see the middle one being that great. He's a spot up talking doodles. Like I don't really see him mm-hmm. doing anything great. Besides I told, I told him. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't. Like I said, he doesn't. He doesn't wow me. Yeah. He literally just shoots and rebounds. You know what I mean? But, I mean, he's in shape. I mean, but he has that confidence though. <laughs> I mean, but he, he could. I mean, the work ethic is there. I mean, he could probably be solid. But I mean, uh, from what I he's six five. He's six, six five. five. It's gonna be tough for him. Six five, two hundred pounds. But he's kind of like I said, he's six five, two hundred. Yeah. I Two hundred, two ten, something like that. I think I just said. Yeah. I mean, it, it depends on how. I mean, I would like to see him. I will. I like want to see more highlights. I, I don't even see no highlights of him. Cause he's not ball dominant though either. You know what I mean? Okay. Like you know, Alonzo ball. Yeah. Dominates the ball. Lamelo ball. Leandro doesn't dominate the ball. He's okay. almost like a Clay Thompson. Not calling him Clay Thompson by any means. I'm not saying that. He's more of a spot up shooter though. Well, I mean, he can, if he can shoot three, he can survive in the league. But all three of them can shoot three. So they all can survive in the league. They can. I think. I, I like Lonzo. I like Lonzo because I, I'm sold on him. I like Lonzo. I think Lamelo. We're going to Lamelo has a tremendous upside. Because he's still growing. Lamelo is the yeah, youngest one. Yeah, he has a tremendous upside. Because he's going to get a taste of all his two other brothers. Yeah, he's going to have. Yeah, he's going to have it all. As far as if they don't, let's say so. They say they don't pan out in the NBA. Oh no, say I don't even think all three will make the NBA. That's what I'm going as far as saying right now today. What, what you mean? I don't see the middle one making the NBA. Oh, you don't see the middle one. But you you asked the question that said if if what they, happens if they don't pan, pan out, out in the yeah. NBA or make it either way. Yeah. What? So why not? I and mean, what's, what? What? What's if they don't pan out and make it? Is it a NBA? failure? I know we had this conversation before. You know how we say, 
you know, you were so nice in high school, you know, you should go to college, and now you're working at Capital One. Are you a failure? Remember, we had a, we had a talk before. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Are you a failure just because you said that all three of your sons is going to be in the NBA, and they now they, they, dot, they run the family business? No. Why would that be a failure, though? That's what I'm asking. Society's going to say it's a failure. You but said why? your sons were going to be NBA first-round draft picks. But I don't understand why. And that's what I'm understand. saying. I'm playing devil's advocate. Oh, I don't, I, that's not a failure to me at all. Guess what? They got a free education. They had a great experience. Didn't they? <laughs> you you had an attempt to make it in the NBA. Not too many players. About 430. <laughs> can't even say that. Right. So, if if anything, they go overseas and play. Yeah. Is that a failure? No. no because they make just as much bank overseas than they do here. Yeah. So, I, I don't. It's not a failure to you. It's not a failure. Okay. People, people, but just because it's, you gotta watch that because if you put you put stuff out on Front Street, people hold you to the expectation. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? And that's what I'm asking for. And, and then when it don't happen, oh, you said you was gonna do this, that, and the third. And I understand that conversation. Some people do talk a lot of talk and don't do nothing. I'm a man of my word. I've always been. I'll always live by it. If I give you my word, it's gonna happen. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. I make that's what I'm going to do. But I don't. If 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 they don't pan out in the NBA and they don't get this a lot, of, but I'm with contract you. and don't get this, it's not a failure. I'm with you because a lot of people don't pan out in the NBA. Ain't everybody in the NBA an all star? Right. Some people just don't cut it. Greg Oden didn't cut it. Right. Darko Milicic, you don't even know who that is probably for listening. Yeah. But he didn't cut it. You exactly. know what I'm saying? He went no number. He went number two behind LeBron. Exactly. The Pistons chose Darko Milicic over Carmelo I Anthony and Dwayne Wade. And Chris Bosh. By far the... I don't want to talk about it. But it happens. Yeah, so like I said, so yes, I want you to... Does it make that GM a failure? You could be, yeah. You could have failed your franchise by... You could have failed your franchise by picking Dark Militage. Granted, they won a championship the very next year. They did, yeah. But does that make the GM... Because GMs make this call every year. They might pick the wrong person every single year. Or then they might pick that right one, that bright one... Right there. But how many times can you fail before you lose your job, though? How many times can you be wrong at your job before they find somebody else to go a different path? I mean, I'm trying, I'm trying to tell you, they, my job's far and few. If you can find somebody to replace me in my saying? job, yeah, I'm trying yeah. to tell you. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You got to be a special soul doing my work. Look at the Lakers, look at the Lakers though. Yeah, that yeah. They just got rid of like them, it. the bus family, let them go. Yeah. They, they over there doing terrible. How many times can you mess up before we get you out of here? Well, he got, the thing about that is that they got history. They got, how yeah. many championships? Yeah. Exactly. You you have a dy- the Lakers franchise it, supposed to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when they're not winning, you on the hot seat every time, every year. But how many times you lose your job and get the job right back? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a perception. Yeah. That is a failure. One person's but failure. But it's not. Yeah. yeah, because cause I didn't pan out in the NBA. I failed to you and really did just fine. Like, yeah. like I did all right. Yeah. <laughs> what is the failure about it? Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I just don't understand. Like I said, but society builds, and part of it is him building it right now. You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm asking though. Is, did his kids fail? Did the mission fail? The mission was to get married to this lady, have two kids, have them all play one year, and build a brand and play in the NBA. Depends on the crowd. It says it's all on who's watching and who's who's being judgmental, who's being petty. Um, that's that's all it is. Cause some people gonna look at it like like their family members and his mom and, and their dad. You know they're gonna they're gonna say, okay, you didn't, Never you didn't make before. it to the NBA. Yeah. What you you went to college? Like you like we're saying, you know you got your education. Now you can go out here 
and you know start a you know a business or, or work for a major business yeah. and stuff like that you know his family or uh, their their family is always going to support them but then you got the people that you know uh lavar was talking to yeah it's like what happened to your sons they not this, they not that. One went to the league and, you know, didn't do as good as you thought they was gonna do. Blase, blase, blase. You know, um, it's, it's just it's just the the crowd. It's, it's, it depends on the crowd. It depends if on, you right ask, on the mic. Yeah, it if depends you ask on who's me, on the mic. If you ask me, man, you you went out here, you, you, you won championships in high school, you went to college, got your education, and you got, you know, potentially can make it to the NBA. And even with that being said, you made it on ESPN. You made it on TV. You can say you did that. You know, that's, you've done a lot of things that a lot of people can't say that they did. Exactly. And Times three. Yeah. Times that's three. that's the thing. And that, and that, and, and that to me, that's a, you know, success. Because I mean, you, you're gonna, you're gonna, you, you got your degree. Even if you don't make it to the NBA, you made it on TV. You was the topic of conversation. Well, he won't have a degree because he's only going one and done. Oh, yeah, one and done. That's the only thing where they can always go back, though. Yeah, they always go back. That's why we was talking about we need three years. That's why we need another conversation. Stay there for three years, but... Society. Society. That's that's what it is. It's a society, man. But it's going to get worse. The negative Nancy's, man. Like, oh, you said you was going to do this, but it didn't pan out. And I, I just don't understand. You... So? Yeah. Guess what? I had three sons that all played D1 basketball at one university, right? Think right. About it. So, tell me another family that's done that. Yeah. That's what, he, right. that's what all he wants. See, he wants a dynasty of see, his sons. That's all he wants. So, that's, that's what. It. See, the other issue is that, you know, a lot of people say, you know what I'm saying, they want, because he's of age, and when he gets to the league, he needs to remove himself. I don't really see LeVar moving, removing him, removing himself that much if they do get to the league and play. He could be a distraction, and I would say to him that, yes, you need to fall back a little bit once they do get to the league. But they're in college right now. Pretty much, you can have whatever say you want to because you know why? You're still at, really, their guardian. You're the guardian right now, yeah. They you know come home to you on the weekends and on the college, on breaks. <laughs> and and even until they get established in the NBA, they still need some form of guardianship. Because they throwing this contract at them, they got this going on, they got this going on. They got on. life. They got life. They got rookie life. Yeah, you know they how got that rookie goes. life. It's a lot yeah. for a nineteen year old. You giving them millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. and I don't understand. Like I said, you had the issue with Robert Griffin, RG three. His dad was in the locker room. You know what I'm saying? I don't agree with that nah, at that level. Nah, because we in the we, we in the man's game right now. But I all I agree with the parents being with them through that whole journey. Yeah. Being that young, being with in the league with men, grown men, feel what I'm saying, and and get this thrown at you, money, girls, houses, cars, player, you know, fake friends, fake <laughs> friends, practices, or agents, you know, all this different thing. You need your mom and dad there with you, man. They don't went through life before. They ain't went to this level, but you need your mom and dad there. Versus Joe Schmo, who Joe Schmo, your friend versus there. your manager or your agent who might probably try to take. Take all your money from you. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? And you don't know. You just think, say, what? Well, I need an agent. You know what I'm saying? And then you go get an agent. But you don't pick the best agent. You feel what I'm saying? And I've never forget. Michael Carter Williams went to the league and his mom and dad, they held his money. He, he went, he came into the league and he got his contract, nice little contract. He, his mom and dad took over his money. 
until and he gave him an allowance for certain things, and that's it. That to me, especially for the black athlete, especially for all the athletes that go broke in this league, basketball, football, that's important to have that support system. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing Braun does. That's why he got his homies doing his management. I know them. I grew up with them. I can trust them. And won that's state why championships with I them. won state championships with them. And now look at LeBron's brain. Are they failures because they are his part of his management? Heck no. You're with LeBron and, James. And, <laughs> what? And, that, and this is this this was the Maverick Carter them boys. This is the point that we try to make. Say if one of the brothers make it, and the other two don't. The other two got a job. Heck yeah. That's a good thing. It's all about sustaining wealth, man. It, it, it can go even deeper as far as the, the, the income gaps for black. Are they black? They're black, right? Yeah, they, they're mixed. Yeah, they're, they're mixed. Black. But they're black. They're black. So <laughs> income, wealth, passing on wealth. And that's what the dad's trying to do, though. He's trying saying? to build his big baller brand for his kids. That's what he wants. He just wants a legacy for his kids. Yeah. Through basketball and through the brand. That's all he wants. And, and, and to, your, to your point, NCAA is for them, you know, making their money off the uh, Jersey kids. sales. Jersey sales. And these kids get nothing. Brand, ESPN, putting them on different videos all different times of day. You feel what I'm saying? The high school kid, they in high school. They not getting no paper off that, but they constantly everywhere on social media. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? It, it, the... the the black athlete in and of itself is the most of, exploited employee out there. Exactly. I mean, that's why exactly. it's the best business plan to have. You don't have to pay the employees. I know we say this on a couple shows now, yeah. but it is. And everybody says a scholarship is their pay. That ain't putting food in their stomach. The black, <laughs> black athlete is the most exploited athlete. NCAA, NFL, NBA. So... If LeVar says, I want a $1 billion shoe contract for my kids, you know what I'm saying? It's an outrageous claim. It makes no sense at all. But at the same time, I kind of can see where he's coming from, man. Look, my and he said it. He said, UCLA is sporting my kid. He did say that. So Why is it a problem when I do it as a family member? Exactly. Why is it a problem when black people look out for their, their family or look it out for themselves? Looks like they're exploiting their children versus... You know what I'm saying? Looking out for their well-being, actually, which was really what. But when like, but when Calipari comes to your door and say, "Hey, listen, I'm gonna take your kid UK, you know what I'm saying, to Kentucky. He gonna play for one year. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you out the hood." So where do I sign? So, and then they don't even nobody. None of the parents. The parents sometimes they're involved there, but at the same time, not like Lavar. You know what I'm saying? So, and then they go to the league and do whatever, but. I just, it, it, when a black person does something like this, we quick to jump. Mm-hmm. White people do it, it's like, oh, they're doing it right. Well, I, well, I, I, well, I will say this. After the as Sports in the Future, it was like Jay Williams, Jay Williams from Duke, Jay Bellis and them, mm-hmm. they all had zero problems. And then Seth Greenberg, too. They all had zero problem with what LeVar Ball was doing. It was kind of refreshing. Because I was thinking, you know, one of these guys, Jay Bellis or Seth Greenberg, or somebody would have a problem with it. Uh-huh. All three of them had zero problem with what he was doing. With they had zero problem with anything he was doing. They right. said, "Hey, parents are a lot harder." And this, yeah, actually, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're yeah. like, "I see nothing wrong with pushing your kid though." They're like they were like, "Tiger Woods' dad did it. Roy McIlroy's dad did it. In different sports though." He said, "But look at the sport they're playing. It's different." Serena's yeah, dad. They, yeah, exactly. So they're like, "What's different now?" Yeah, so they was like. 
pushed away harder. They don't like they. Yeah. So we don't like when people are opinionated and make outrageous claims and when they're not but they popping. Say, but they're like, look at the sport it is though. Golf's a different dynamic. Look at the yeah. people that are involved with golf. It's a different type of people to play golf. It's just a little more expensive, a little, more, little more, more dynamic to play golf. You know what I mean? Basketball, right. twenty dollars spot and get you get and get some thirty dollar converse, get a pop. Right. Right. So yeah, that's what they were saying. Mm-hmm. Tiger's dad, Roy McIlroy, Serena Venus, they all got pushed to the limits. Yeah. Rory McIlroy, I think, was a one and done out of high school to the league. It was a difference, you know what I mean? So, yeah, right. so that's what they were saying. We have no problem with this because we've seen it on different levels, but why is it a problem now? Yeah. So that's what they were saying. They had no problem with it, which I thought was refreshing though, to me. Yeah, I, I, I saw think it on so. Sunday. Yeah. I think so. I mean, it is because it, a lot of people was back and forth with it. And I, I just don't, you know, I talked to my dad about it. My dad was like, man, nah, he need to shut up. I said, well, he sounds just like you. Hmm. And he laughed, but he was like, nah, he need to shut up for real, though. And I was just like, I get it. But I, I, I kind of like what he's doing. So, I, granted, if it was me in that situation, I probably wouldn't be as vocal about some of the claims. And that's the thing. I think it's the claims that I don't have a problem with. Yeah. Pushing your child, instilling confidence in your child, you know, having your child's back. I get that. But making those claims like Steph Curry and stuff like this, do you have a problem with Steph Curry comment? No. Do you have a problem with Steph Curry comment? I, I mean, me no. I mean, I'm just going with facts. It's not happening. You're not. Gonna yeah, be, yeah, yeah, You're yeah, not yeah. gonna be Steph Curry. I respect the confidence, but my thing is just. Is he? And we. Are, I don't want to call him a target, but he's riding for his child like he should though. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. he said my kids are confident to take those shots and make those shots, and he's confident that they'll make them and take them too though. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Look, man, if I got my son. You should be your child's biggest. If my biggest son, water, right? If my yeah, you should be your child's biggest. So if he supporter. said my son can't be Steph Curry. What are you doing? Yeah. Is that, is that sound right then? Yeah. Okay. You guys best believe. If my son is, is a baller and, and can hoop and I see that potential in him, that he can get to that level, oh, yes, sir. Oh, yeah, he better And if it's not, then I won't make this statement, though. But if I actually 100%, really? hey, my son's actually way better than y'all are seeing right now. If I, Just you wait. Yeah. Just you wait. If I know that my son is about this, you know, about this about action. About action, boss. <laughs> and he got confidence in himself. And he really understand, love this game. And I'm not, it's not forced upon him. And I see that he has the potential and the ceiling to go to that level. Oh, yeah. I'm making them claims because it's my child. And you know the work that's put in behind the scenes. Yeah, that's my child, though. At at 100,000%. But your child didn't make a statement, though. You did. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's the difference, though. Your child didn't say, I'm better than Steph Curry. You're like, yeah, that's right. So he is. So should should, um, should 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 their father... LeVar Ball, should he play the background or should he continue doing what he's doing? I, Trey said earlier, he's trying to keep his kids relevant and in the now. That's I think, what he's doing. I think. That's what I think. That's Trey's. I also feel the same way. He's trying to keep his kids in the now. But, I mean, this era, social media, television, them ball kids ain't going nowhere. No. They're not going nowhere this soon. He pulling up 35 footers against Oregon from across his face. He catching lobs. You know, like, yeah. they're not going anywhere. Like, you got the youngest one who's 15, scored 92 points. They're going to be relevant for a while. So, they yeah. don't even say anything, honestly. But he's trying to keep his kids in the forefront right now to get the buzz. I, I, I To keep the buzz, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Or possibly using it as a business plan for his um, for his clothing line. True. Yeah. I mean, well, why they, not? Yeah, he's on yeah. Yeah. controversy they're, sales. They're on fire right now. Controversy oh, yeah. sales. He's on the Skip and Shane I show. bet if he has a website. His website is booming right now. Oh, trust right. the dollars. Trust he, the dollars. He done made these claims, and then he done got on the first. Um, he done went on there with Shannon and them. Mm-hmm. Undisputed. Undisputed. He done went on there with uh, Sports Nation. 
He was on ESPN this morning. On ES, they got a sitcom. They got a little skit on ESPN. Shirts are fifty-seven dollars for a t-shirt. Like, look what is he doing? <laughs> what? Look, that's nothing but marketing and branding. That's Six, it. Sixty dollars for a t-shirt. Marketing and seventeen five. He's selling prices, Nike prices. Nike yeah, price. Nike tees ain't fifty dollars, bro. And his son. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. This is low key genius, almost. Fifty dollars for a t-shirt. And they know who they and they know who they are. I tell you that much. So I mean. And he got him in the UCLA colors. It's just I mean, it might have been some of it. Might be for show, man. Sweatshirt sixty. Because and I really say that. <laughs> I only say that because I can really say that because listen to that interview on Undisputed. And his philosophies, it, it sounds it sounds different. But I mean, I could be wrong. It could be faking the funk. I don't know. But them that I, I, like, I see the I results. Like I, I like what I hear from them. Yeah, I um, see the results. You can tell them kids came from a good home, you know, because they're not out here. They're not um, on social media disrespecting people. Uh, but they're, they're not was, saying how great they are. They letting that game do the talking. And that's what I respect. Right. Oh, they are. They have the media excellent, actually. They say, they say oh, all yeah. the right things in the media. It's pretty crazy that they're that grounded, though. Yeah. So they're, they're, being raised white. they're being raised uh, So, I mean, white. you don't hear nothing from them involved in anything? I mean. Nope. What more do you want from a parent? <laughs> to be quiet. <laughs> Y'all want the parent to be, but the parent is his biggest supporter, man. And if these kids are not doing anything, what they doing? They ain't doing nothing. Being great. Hoping. Getting buckets. Getting buckets. They ain't doing all the talking. So? Okay. <laughs> so? And I bet the baller brand is, is what's... Uh, he's giving that to the kids. I bet he's giving that I mean, money that he's giving to I mean, from what I see, I feel like they're doing all right, though, as, far, as a family. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they in the nice Hills. They're, they're doing all right. I don't know what I'm streaming. It was just like side money for, you know, yeah, for, uh, just for the kids yeah. whenever they go to college and they want to get something to eat or they want to get a car. They're, no, they ain't got to worry about that. They, they're, yeah. they're fine. They got three basketball hoops in the back of the house. Like, yeah. <laughs> like their house is fine. Like, Just saying, man. Y'all want let the parents be supportive then. Right. You know what I'm saying? I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. So, y'all so caught up in parents don't be engaging in things. And I do agree. Parents only do engage in sports. More so than anything else. Any other aspect of kids' life. But if they see, like, if you got a point, if you, from where they at right now at this level, you know pretty much this ball is life right now. Mm -hmm. Literally. (laughs) Ball is life. We gonna get this income. They not gonna make money off of us. We gonna make the money off them. Smart. I can't do nothing with that. I will go the same way. Yeah. You best believe it. I got too many people in my circle. To have, if my daughter or my future sons or whatever, or I might mess around and have all girls, I don't know. You best believe, if it gets to that point, oh, we doing everything in-house. Most definitely. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Everything in-house. You, you know what I'm saying? I don't saying? need your sponsorship because I'll be my own sponsor. Exactly. I know how to brand. I got people that brand and market. It's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got graphic designers. I got... Tax people, I got you know accountants. So you're not gonna get over on us. You're not gonna exploit my child. The bar ball coming around the same way. I mean, most people won't agree with it. Like I said, and, I, and like I said, I don't agree with some of the claims he's been saying, guys. But at, you know, from an other perspective, I do agree. Well, you with look what a little he's deeper, doing. though. Yeah. It, yeah. From a person who supports. 
Yeah, from a personal support standpoint. And an encouraging person. Yeah. That's how, that's how you look at it. And I look at it the same way. And he's got his kids' interest, kids best interest at heart, though. If you actually sit down and take a step back, though. Right. Especially just being like, oh, that's crazy, man. Like, what are you doing? Like, if you actually look deeper. Yeah. It's literally just he has the utmost confidence in his kids. That's it. I mean, but like you said, if you watch the clip you pulled up on the Undisputed joint, I mean, it's, it's further than that. It's what they trained for. His kids have just, they've had that confidence for a while now. Yep. So, he, he said, just, what, he, since fourth grade? Since fourth grade, probably. He just said they just confident. He's like, they trained for this. They're built for this. They expect to be the greatest. So, it's right. kind of like, it's not a, he's like, I don't feel like it's an outlandish claim because it's, it's what we are. That's what, a.k.a., this brand is built upon. <laughs> so Microwave society, man. You know, it is what it is. Most definitely. Yeah. So, close them out, bad boy. You know, closing remarks. Parents, support your kids. But don't put them out there in something they don't want to do. You're wasting my time <laughs> and their time, man. And you can't get those minutes back. Mm, yes. Shout out to Spitter. Crazy the hot Spitter. But no, uh, in all seriousness, man, you know, Parents, support your kids whenever they do, man. You should be your kid's biggest fan. You should be your kid's biggest support system, man. But don't make no crazy outlandish claims, please. And at some point, you do have to drop back and fall back. So, but, you know. As hard as it may be. As hard as it may be. You know the time when you need to fall back and drop back. But always still be there as a lending hand, you know. Anything you want to say to the people out there? Oh, man. Are you fancy catching chicks out there? Just want to say, you know, like just... Parent man, you know what I'm saying. I, I I can't really put put together what I really want to say, but you know it's kind of what you said. You know, you the parents just know your place. Uh, be supportive to your child, man, and just just support whatever decision that they want to make. Whether it's uh, whether it's the dream that you wanted to continue to pursue through, or you wanted your legacy to go through them, or something completely different. And I think that's important, busy like or because. Just, yeah, go ahead. Or just whatever they want to do. Yeah, that's you know the thing. Saying? Like people want to live vicariously through their child. Like, oh man, I blew my knee in high school, man. Or else I would have went to the league. Right. So now you want your son to play basketball. Mm-hmm. Your son wants to play the piano or be a musician. Support them in that. It ain't got to yeah. be sports. Just because you didn't get to do it, now you want your ch- you want to see you ran again in your life. Right. Through your child. Like I understand that, and it's hard. Like I said, as a parent, to not want that. Cause you're like, yo, I love the game, man. I love the game. My man, I can't wait till I have a son, man. We gonna be, we gonna be every day with him in the gym shooting. Right. Yo, son, wanna play soccer, man? Yeah. Support him in that. Cultivate that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, put that same confidence that she was gonna have in him playing basketball into whatever he wants to pick up and enjoy. Don't put him in basketball or football if that's not what he wanna do. Exactly. Get now money. y'all pushing for the y'all pushing the wrong way. Exactly. Right? Go down the road that he wants to go down. It's a very fine line, man. Um, and, and like I said, I mean, me and Spizzy are dads and stuff like that, you know. So it, it we understand, and I I talked about it a couple times on this podcast, you know, just not pushing my child into something that I want them to do. You know what I'm saying? Of course, we're going to have things that I'm going to set out in my household that I want that needs to be fulfilled. But as far as finding themselves, finding what they will be great at, you have to let them work through that. Give them tools. Exactly. Expose you, them. You, you can't turn them to who, who they're yeah, going to be. Exactly. You can only give them their morals, man. Right, exactly. And expose them and watch, see what things they like, see what things they, they do well at. And then once you see that, and once they ver- verbalize it to you, hopefully, then you cultivate it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's my that's my philosophy, you know, in my household. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, I agree. You know, I but, agree. Um, 
Yeah, man, I, I just think it's just parenting is hard. <laughs> so we most understand. Definitely, most definitely. But it's no it's no correct way to do it. So, you know, you, you got to do, do what what's works. right. Do what's right and do what works for you. Definitely. Well, that's the backwoods, y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. We appreciate any type of feedback y'all want to give us. But other than that, y'all can catch us on social media. Mine's retro underscore GT. Spizzy, what's yours? All social medias, Spizzy, so for real. And for reals with the number four. Mm-hmm. Catch me on all of them. Sir Basil. And that's where we at. All right. See y'all later.